A woman charges $10,000 as a professional baby namer. A child brought Jose Cuervo margaritas to snack time. And a parent in an Easter bunny suit gave out condoms at a Texas school. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a somewhat funny comedian in Los Angeles. Thanks for joining me. I got three weird segments. Come on now. A woman scams, I mean, charges people $10,000 per client as a professional baby namer. Uh, We have a woman here named Taylor. Taylor went to NYU. A lot of women named Taylor went to NYU. (laughs) Taylor's 33. Ah, A lot of money was spent on that education. What's she doing with it? Well, she's convincing people to pay for something they can do themselves, it seems. She explained to the media that she charges a rate depending on her client's needs. This is in regards to helping them name a baby. Her services can range from a consulting phone call to researching names based on a genealogical research. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Taylor added that she's always had an obsession with baby names and, and launched What's in a Baby's Name in 2015. That's the name of her company? What's in a Baby's Name? Her prices range from $1,500 to $10,000. Oh, what do you pay per syllable? Now, recently, Taylor helped a couple name their child Parks, P-A-R-K-S, which was, chose, which was chosen after they explained to her that their first kiss was in a town called Parker. <laughs> oh, way to go, Taylor. I mean, <laughs> I love it. Oh, this, is, this is how you get to convince two dummies to pay you. <laughs> so um, I want to help you name your baby. So where did you guys meet? We met in a movie theater. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. We could name your child AMC. Oh, I really like that. Isn't that good, honey? Here's $5,000. <laughs> Their first kiss was in a town called Parker, so she named the kid Parks, and they gave her thousands of dollars. Did this really happen in real life? I'm astounded. There's a lot of people out there with too much money, it seems. They don't know what to do with it. Guys, I could tell you what you could do with your money. You could send it to me so you could support a guy who records a daily podcast inside a closet. I mean, you're going to get a way better feeling supporting a guy who's got a one-man show going on here than paying somebody to help you name a baby. Okay. It says, additionally, Taylor also assists the couples who are running out of names while expecting their third or fourth child. <laughs> you run out of names. Oh, we're running out of names. There's only a billion of them out there. (laughs) Running out of names. I want these kinds of problems. I really do. I want to, I want to have so many kids. I just can't. I just, uh, we're just running out of names. Where do you get names? I mean, how do you, how do you guys come up with names? How do you do it? Is it just a Google search? I don't know. I've, I've been in the world for a, a while. I, I've met a lot of people. Maybe I should just ask them what their name is, and that'll give me some ideas. Yeah! You think? (laughs) you got to be a special kind of dumb to hire Taylor. Sorry. Taylor runs a TikTok account as well, of course. She's got uh, 46,000 followers and offers free advice for parents, plus breaking down the meaning of each name. 
you know, hey, hey, guys, you know, you don't have to pay Taylor. You can just Google a name and find out what it means. Are you, are you guys familiar with Google? Are you guys familiar with that? Taylor also advises her clients if they don't like the name as the first name, the parents can use it as a middle name. Whoa, whoa, genius. Man, is this what an NYU education gets you? This woman really knows how to do it, huh? Wow, I would have had. Hey, if you got, if you're not crazy about the name, the first name. As a the name is a first name. You can use it as a middle name. Did you know that's an option? Whoa! I didn't know you could do that, Taylor. Who do I write the check out to? <laughs> the NYU student that owns a, owes a lot for student loans still. How does a baby namer find names? They're asking in this article. How does a baby namer find names? Jeez, I mean, how do you? That's whoo. <laughs> seems extremely difficult to find names, doesn't it? Taylor uses multiple sources to find various names for her clients. <laughs> she said she uses the social security database, which reveals names based on popularity and names used by brands. Names used by brands. Yeah, in case you want to name your child, I don't know, <laughs> Sunny D. <laughs> in addition to those sources, Humphrey also uses street names and film credits. She researches various trends. Oh, she sits through the film credits and writes down the names that she sees. <laughs> People pay this. I'm sorry, guys. I know. I, mean, I just think this is the most ridiculous profession I've ever heard of. I can't believe someone gets paid for this. I really can't. How do you? Wow. You know, here I am trying to work for a living. I am so dumb. So dumb. I mean, at one point in my life, I sold drugs, but even that was work. That was work, you know. Uh, I never thought I could just convince dummies to pay me for, to do something that they could do. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I'll help you name your child. Not only that, I will wipe your child's ass for the first month for ten ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I'll help you. I'll name your child and wipe your newborn's ass for a month for ten thousand dollars. I'll do it. You know what? I'll name your pets as well, and I'll pick. I'll pick up the dog shit for a month for $10,000. I'll name your new dog and I'll pick up the shit for a month. $10,000. I'm here, guys. I'm here. I'm available. Now, this isn't Taylor's only income stream. She offers services as a doula as well. That's D-O-U-L-A. What the hell was that? She helps pick out shows to watch on Netflix for you for eight grand. Is that... <laughs> what the hell? Hold on. Let me look it up. Oh, oh, she uh, provides guidance and support to pregnant women during labor. That's actually helpful. She also offers Reiki work for clients who want a more holistic approach to healing. I guess she does. She does Reiki, of course. <laughs> I'm going to guess she does acting lessons, too. She offers some acting lessons. <laughs> oh, boy, man. Clearly, I'm in the wrong business. A child brought tequila to school and shared it with classmates. Livonia, Michigan. Parents at Grand River Academy are outraged because a kindergartner brought a four-pack of ready-to-drink Jose Cuervo margaritas, <laughs> and multiple students drank the margaritas with the student. Well, I mean, maybe the student's just trying to teach him about spring break. That's going to be something they experience in the future. Just, you know. Alexis Smith is one of the parents. She wasn't pleased. Uh, her kindergartner drank a Dixie cup full of mixed tequila and said that she had four or five sips. Alexis Smith and another mother named Dominique were baffled when they learned what happened at their school that day. She felt woozy, a little dizzy. Yeah, my daughter felt dizzy. 
Their daughters were each given what they thought was juice during snack time. In reality, they were drinking some margarita mix at snack time. Brought to school by a fellow kindergartner. How did all this happen? Let's get some more information. Uh, according to the school, the kindergartner who initially brought the drink in actually knew it was alcoholic from the get-go. Here's a quote from that Dominique parent. The student poured it in my daughter's cup and she drank it. And the girl ended up telling her what it is and she went and told the teacher, there is liquor in the cup. And the teacher gave her a funny face, she said. Uh, the faculty called poison control when they learned that the children had been drinking margaritas during snack break. Here's a quote from the school. While we try to keep an eye on everything our students bring to school, it's simply not possible. It's unfortunate that these types of adult beverages can be easily taken for child-friendly drinks. The school notified the parents immediately and told them that their kids were okay. Outraged parents are blaming the child's own parents. Now, the parents weren't able to be reached for comment, according to this piece. That's a shame. I'd like to know what the parents are all about. My guess is there's a lot of margarita and tequila drinking going on at home, if not more. Uh, and I, my guess is the child got it from the fridge. Because you can't, I mean, I mean, unless this child's got, it's very convincing. It's difficult to get somebody to buy booze for an underage individual, especially if you're a kindergartner. I tried it in the third grade and I found that to be difficult. When I was in kindergarten, no way anybody's buying me booze. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm kidding. Nobody bought me booze when I was in the third grade. That didn't happen until I was at least in the 10th grade. <laughs> Come on now. Now, you might be very concerned to hear that Lunchables is piggybacking off this story and offering a spring break themed Lunchable that doesn't include very much food, uh, but comes with a lot of shots, 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 shots for the kids. A parent dressed as the Easter Bunny passed out condoms at a Texas elementary school. It's a little strange. Austin, Texas, the Gullet Elementary School students received a rather strange item Thursday from the Easter Bunny. Unopened condoms. In a letter to the parents, the principal Tammy Thompson says that a parent visited the school on Thursday afternoon during dismissal dressed as the Easter Bunny and handed out little plastic eggs for Easter. Thompson says that some eggs contained candy. That's appropriate on Easter. Some students were also given unopened condoms by the parent. Uh, gullet parents were assured in the letter that this was not planned or sanctioned by the school. They say that the parent was, of course, asked to leave the premises. But then they went on to the public sidewalk and continued to give away eggs that had condoms inside, an act that the school district called incredibly careless and inappropriate. The district says it is working with the Autism ISD Police Department on any repercussions for this particular parent. Yeah, what is the motivation of this parent as well? This is an elementary school, a little young to be using condoms. I mean, not too young to be... Maybe have a discussion about condoms? I'm not sure. Even that's a little young. I don't know. I'll let the parents decide what age you should be discussing condoms with kids. But elementary school seems extremely young, certainly for passing out condoms. Uh, and to do it dressed as the Easter Bunny, that's just strange, man. There's something wrong with you. Well, I found another article because that one was rather brief. I got some more details. It says, 
This may have all been an accident, believe it or not. Turns out the parent is a pharmacist who was taking part in a safe sex clinic while dressed in the bunny suit. Afterward, they went to pick up their second grade student from school and decided to hand out the candy in the costume. The parent got mobbed by the kids, called her husband to bring more candy eggs. Her husband brought the wrong eggs and chaos ensued. So this was a mix-up. Thankfully, I don't want to think that there's some crazed parent out there just handing out condoms to nine-year-olds. <laughs> this seems nuts. But then again, we've done so many stories out of Florida that this sort of behavior just doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility these days. I think the fallout of this is probably twofold. A, you got a lot of children who expected an egg filled with candy and then got quite a surprise and a disappointment, really. Maybe some of them even tried to eat the condom, which is uh, something I don't recommend. Also, probably opened up some discussion between children and parents uh, about what a condom is. Maybe a little too early in life for some, for some of these kids. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Some parents are pretty liberal. If you are going to hand out some condoms on a, on a day to celebrate safe sex, I think Easter is a very good day to do it because it's a day where we celebrate things that have risen. All right, that's a bad joke, but yeah, you know, this is what you get. Hello, weirdos, loyal listeners of Weird AF News. Thank you for being with me for this Monday episode. I hope you had a lovely weekend. Those of you who uh, celebrate Easter, I hope you had a lovely Easter. I had a very nice Easter myself. I watched my Celtics win a playoff game against a very good team, and it was a buzzer beater. It was very exciting. And then I had a lovely early Easter dinner. Very nice. Very nice time. Uh, I did not go to church. I haven't been to church in a very long time. Um, it's not something I do anymore. Yeah, bad Catholic. What can I say? Uh, anyways, I got a new patron. I'm very excited about that. So I'm going to give some love to Anna Marie Starr. Star with two R's, by the way. She's very special. Uh, Anna and I have uh, spoken many times on the gram, the Instagram, where you guys can follow me at Funny Jones and even interact with me a little bit. I, you know, I'll write you back. Uh, so yeah, big shout out to Anna Marie for supporting Weird AF News in probably the best way you can, which is by joining the Patreon. So I'm very, very grateful. Please enjoy the extra content, Anna Marie Star, that's located within the Patreon. I put some some stuff in there over the weekend, including an updated photo of my uh, studio wall. You know, the closet right here where I had to add the new names of the patrons. So. I got a lot of names up here. It's pretty cool. So you want your name on the wall? Yeah, you do. Join the Patreon. It's a pretty cool thing. Take a photo of your name. Send it to you. Uh, you also get extra content, and it's pretty weird stuff. And an insight into uh, my brain on a whole other level. Although you probably get enough insight into my brain on this podcast alone, but maybe you want some extra shit. Uh, you can join the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or uh, go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Uh, what else? What else? Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm, I, I'm not going to publish calls. I got some over the weekend. I'll publish them tomorrow. If you'd like to call the show today, 646-450-2012. I love to hear from my listeners, of course. Um, we have a lot of regular callers. I'd like to hear from some new people, so don't be shy. Call. Tell me what you think. Compliment me. Wish me a happy holiday. Whatever the hell you want to do. Call the show. I love you. <laughs> 